I've been sitting here for about, I don't know, maybe 30, 45 minutes trying to decide if I was going to do a show or not. I was just leaning back in the chair and I'm like, oh, oh my goodness, do I feel like doing this damn thing? Uh, this thing is so, so much work. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if anybody listens to it. I don't know if anybody cares. Um, so yeah, I'm laying back, just saying, should I do a show? I didn't do one yesterday. Uh, this is uh, Wednesday morning that you're listening to this. It's supposed to release every Tuesday and uh, Friday. I didn't do that uh, either of those days last week. I didn't even uh, recycle an episode last week. So, you know, I don't know, man. I just uh, I just get frustrated sometimes, you know. And I think we all do, no matter what we're doing. All right? Any job that we have, any uh, profession, any, whether you're, you could be a student. You could just uh, have a job. You could be in retail. You could be a lawyer. Whatever. We all, man, I turned this AC down, so um, it wouldn't cut on during the show, but. I turned it down, yeah, up, down. Um, but yeah, we could be any of those professions, right? And sometimes we just don't want to do our job. No matter how much we like it, no matter how much we uh, strive to, to get to that position and get into that job or get into that profession or whatever, sometimes we just do not want to do it. And this is one of those times. It's been one of those times for about the last... Uh, couple weeks and um, I just have not felt like getting on this microphone and doing a show. Why? I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know um, why my mood has changed, but you know, that's just a part of life, guys, right? You, um, You will not always have the same desires. You will not always have the same drive. You will not always have the same love I guess for things that you that you do I don't know I'm not saying I don't like doing this I'm just saying it's um it's a lot of work I don't get paid for it I don't have any advertisers I'm not making any money off this podcast whatsoever I do it just uh, for fun I like to do it I like to talk I like to give people information I like to inspire people encourage people um, I like to talk about ways that we can improve ourselves and our species and and of course, of course, I like to talk a little bit about beer. Let's do that real quick. We're kind of getting deep in the weeds. We're getting a little philosophical. Um, let's just uh, let's calm down here. Let's just relax, okay? We're going to pull this out. Let me pull up my internet, and we will get on to Untapped, and I'll tell you a little bit about it. Um, how do we even get started? I don't even know how we started. Oh, I was just starting just laid back <laughs> I just don't feel like doing this thing. I really don't. But sometimes you have to do the things that you do not want to do. I don't know. Do you really? I said sometimes. I didn't say all the time. I didn't say most of the time. Sometimes you have to do the things that you don't want to do. Is that correct? I don't think it is. I mean, we all have a choice. We all can do whatever the hell we want to do. Um, depending on where you're listening to this, if we're in America, supposedly we have the freedom to do whatever the, whatever we want to do. So I suppose that is the case. I don't know. I don't even know what I was talking about, guys. I'll just, I lost my train of thought there. So 
Let's see if I can get on to untapped. And we'll talk about this beer I'm going to open, and then we'll go on to a couple topics. And we will get this thing under wraps. I got a uh, I got a gumbo going downstairs right now, guys. While I'm waiting on Untap to pull up. Come on, man. Yeah. Log in, buddy. Sign in. There we go. Um, I went to the store, went to Lowe's tonight, and uh, had a Phantasmagoric, Phantasmagoria. What was the name of that beer? I'll tell you. I'll look it up. I'll look that up on top of the beer that we're going to drink. So we got uh, Untapped. So I believe it was by Prairie, maybe. Fan. There we go. Yeah, Prairie Artisan Ales, Phantasmagoria. So I went to Lowe's Foods. I was going to go shopping to make my gumbo. I'm getting, I'm all over the place and I'm having a trouble bringing it back into the center and focus, focusing on what I was talking about. But uh, yeah, I went to Lowe's and I was going to go up there and get my ingredients, my stuff that I needed to make my keto gumbo. First time I've made it. When I went up there, uh, Rhett was working. He um, opened that store with me in the beer den back in December of 2017. And he's still there. He's the last one of the original crew that joined Lowe's that is still there. So I went up there and uh, he's usually up there on Tuesday. So I went there to get a drink and to do my shopping for my keto gumbo. While I was there, they had an IPA on tap called Phantasmagoria, which is by Prairie Artisan Ales. <clears throat> Prairie, in a new tab. Come on. Internet is slow tonight, guys. Prairie Artisan Ales is out of Krebs, Oklahoma. It's a microbrewery up there. Uh, welcome to the world of Prairie Artisan Hales, a company started by two brothers. We didn't start it due to a lack of good beer or whatever people like to say in this part of their website. We wanted to do something that was awesome. We have the talent and most importantly, the years of experience needed to get it done. So we did it. We have funded the company on our own and only want to work with people that care about beer, super good beer. Our goal is to show people what is possible when you start with step one, Prairie. So Phantasmagoria had that today. I gave it a 4.25, I believe. No, yep, 4.25. So it's a good beer. So I had that and then I went around and did some shopping and then I came back to the counter to get me a second beer. My second beer was the Event Horizon um, Spectrum, is that what they're called? Spectrum Series. I think it was Spectrum Series 10. Hold on just a second. I don't know what I'm doing here, guys. Here we go. Recent activity for myself. You know, I'm not afraid of dead air. 
Hey, and guess what? I got my headphones back on. If you remember uh, last time I recorded my headphones, my 9-volt batteries out. battery was out. I got uh, two-pack. So I got one that I just put in the headphone amplifier, and this one is going to go in the smoke detector. That way I will survive a fire, hopefully. Where is my activity? Total fire. Spectrum 10. It's a um, Spectrum 10 is from Old Hickory Brewing Company up in Hickory, North Carolina. It's a uh, American Imperial Stout. The ABV on it is 10.58. So this is after I, I shopped. I had my first beer. I shopped uh, for the stuff that I needed for the gumbo. Came back. Got my second beer. This is a Old Hickory Brewing Company. Event Horizon Spectrum 10, and this is uh, aged in gin barrels. Um, Imperial Stout brewed with honey aged in gin barrels, so pretty damn delicious. Had that, then uh, came home and threw all my ingredients into the pot for some uh, gumbo, and maybe I'll put that up on with the post. I'll put the video. Uh, picture up there and then I'll slide over and or you can slide over and you can see the ingredients for the gumbo It's keto friendly It uses a uh, xanthan gum is that, the, is that what it was? Excuse me. It uses xanthan gum. I think is that what it's called xanthan Yeah, xanthan gum that's the thickener Normally, I guess you have a roux in a, uh, in a gumbo, in a traditional gumbo that kind of thickens that pot. And that adds uh, some sugars and some carbohydrates. So we took that out, add the xanthan gum in there. And then instead of dipping that uh, gumbo out over uh, white rice, we're going to use cauliflower rice. So it's going to be delicious tomorrow. I'm going to let it sit overnight in the slow cooker. Uh, so it's going to cook for about uh, 9 to 10 hours. And then I'm going to throw the, uh, the wild-caught shrimp in there to finish it off. And it's going to be pretty damn good, I think. I think it's going to be good. Oh, so here's what we're drinking. Let me type this in. This is uh, ba -ba -ba. There it is. All right. So this is called Not an IPA by Appalachian Mountain Brewery Company, which is out of Boone, North Carolina. By the way, they just got bought by a small subsidiary of InBev. So congrats to those guys. And not an IPA is an American IPA. It is 6.7% ABV, alcohol by volume, and it has 70 IBUs. Average rating 3.88. Ooh, right to the top. This is my Ville de Ville glass, craft relay glass that I had from last year when we uh, did a relay from Asheville, North Carolina to Greenville, South Carolina. So, A and B, you can see right there, like I said, out of Boone, North Carolina. Fantastic spot. I've never had this one. I've had all their beer. I have not had this one. It's a new one in distribution. It's called Not an IPA. On the... Um, Bottom there, it says, P.S., it's an IPA. So I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty clever. So let's taste this bad boy and see what's going on with it. 
Oh my goodness. My goodness. That could quite possibly be one of the best beers I've had from these guys. And they make fantastic beer. Everything I've had from them, I've enjoyed. I go up there many times. Uh, mostly when it's uh, ski season, I'll go up and uh, do some skiing at Beach Mountain and then hit up Appalachian Mountain Brewery. And I haven't really had a bad thing from them. They do, they do a fantastic job on the entire spectrum of beers, whether it be a wheat, whether it be a Berliner Weiss, whether it be an IPA, a pale, a lager, a blonde. They've made reds, browns, uh, stouts, porters, barrel-aged stuff. Um, they've, they've run the whole gamut of styles of beers. And I do not believe I've had a bad one. Now, there's some that weren't fantastic. Absolutely. But everything I've had has been at least middle of the road or better. And the majority have been, I'd say, uh, in between a 375 and a 4 as an average. So give those guys a look if you're up there in Boone, North Carolina. It's a fantastic spot all year round. And uh, you won't be disappointed with their beer or their pizza. So a little plug for those guys. I like them. <clears throat> And when I saw they had a new beer out today, I was like, man, I gotta, that's what I'm drinking tonight. That's what I gotta have. It's um, definitely more of a, a classic uh, West Coast style IPA. Um, they uh, did not go the route of the hazy New England style, which I'm super happy about because I'm so tired of that damn style. Every time I flip through my Instagram or whatever, and I look at all these beer pictures and I see all these hazy, uh, orange juice looking beers. I'm just like, oh my God, let's get over this craze. It's done. But it was a good niche because it, it filled kind of a void in between, I think, the lager pilsner <clears throat> to the um, to the IPA. I think it filled the gap in between those two. It took that IPA and it, it even though it has more hops uh, in the beer itself, it took out those bittering that that bittering aspect of it and uh, really toned it down, and you filled a niche in between where people that were like, oh, I really like super light beer and I don't like bitterness, or people on the other scale, I, I like bitterness but not too much, whatever. This filled that void where people had a beer that they could drink. It was sessionable. Uh, well, not always sessionable. I mean, some of them were pretty high alcohol content, but most of them were pretty sessionable, drinkable juicy hazy uh low bitterness like you were drinking a fruit drink and um you know you almost you almost felt like you were doing something healthy for your body which i guess you kind of are but so anyways what i'm saying is this is a classic uh, kind of west coast style and i prefer that i always have i jumped on the the hazy bandwagon for a little while but i'm over it it's done We kind of started off with, uh, you know, some basic basic styles that everybody did. And then it kind of expanded just a little bit. And then all of a sudden it went BAM! And it just opened up and there was so many flavors and so many adjuncts and so many different styles and um, variations on styles and whatever. And it just got to this gigantic thing that is just out of control now. To me, I don't know. And I know they're trying to appease to everybody and they're trying to push the limits and, and see what they can do. And that's fantastic. I think that's what we should do in every endeavor. But for me, I just want to go back to simple. And I'm, I'm, I don't want to sit there and have to try and 
pick over 50 things when I go out. I just want to see, you know, do, do I want this IPA? Do I want this stout? Do I want this red? Do I want this brown? This porter? This wheat beer? Let's uh, let's dial it back in a little bit, guys. Is all I'm saying. I'm kind of done with the variety. Um, just let me find some stuff that I that I like and I enjoy, and uh, I'll just continue to partake in that. So, anyway, A and B. I don't even know what I was going to talk about tonight. Well, okay. Well. Yeah, not super exciting, but uh, last week at Homegrown Brew House, I guess it's exciting, was uh, the sixth year anniversary on March 30th. We had a pretty big uh, showing Friday and Saturday. We had uh, Pickle from uh, Gray's. Um, he came in and did a special menu for us for uh, Friday and Saturday, and that was fantastic and very well received. Always is when, when either of those guys, uh, Jonathan or uh, Mike, come in to do a pop-up menu. It's always pretty good. And <clears throat> did well both nights. Um, we had a good response. People came in, they were congratulating us, thanking us for the sixth year anniversary. And um, everybody just had a good time, I think. And that's all I got to say about it, really. Sixth anniversary, we did uh, a lot of business. People were still coming in. And I think more than ever, so. It's been a good venture uh, so far between Caleb and I, and I think uh, things are just going to continue to improve. So that's fantastic, and I'm loving it. And this weekend, oh my goodness, we got, uh, oh, I'm not even, I don't even want to talk about it, to be honest. We had the Flower Town Festival coming up. Starts on Thursday, goes through Sunday. <clears throat> I'm not even sure. I want to say there's like an extra 8,000 people that come into town for this thing, for this festival. And then on top of that, you have the bridge run down in Charleston, running the old Cooper River Bridge, or it's not the old Cooper River Bridge, I'm sorry, it's, it's, it's now the Ravenel Bridge, but it's called the Cooper River Bridge Run. It used to be the Cooper River Bridge that went across there, and uh, they demoed that, um, I don't know, 2005 maybe, don't quote me on that. Put up a new bridge called the Arthur Ravenel Bridge, named after after uh, Arthur Ravenel. Why am I yelling? So that's going on, and that thing has uh, forty-five or fifty thousand participants per year. So I don't know how many of those are from out of town, but I'd probably say ten thousand. So now he's got eighteen thousand people around the uh, Low Country, and that's just off the top of my head. Don't quote me on that. It's going to be a busy weekend is all i got to say. I'm working Thursday night. Thursday night we're going to have Fleming Moore, um, Shady and Shifty. So that's Tanner and uh, Fleming. They're going to be in there rocking the house, kicking off the festivities for us on Thursday afternoon. Then Friday we're going to have Ron Daniel in there. He's going to rock the house and support us for, uh, for Friday. Saturday, we're going to have Paul Stone of the Paul Stone Project in there, Paul Pietrofesso. Saw him tonight at Lowe's, as a matter of fact. We had a good chat. Always good to see him. And um, he's going to be in there rocking the house on Saturday. Uh, the Flower Town Nights is what he's calling that event. And then on Sunday, we're going to have Ben Somewhere in there. He's from the... Uh, 
Um, oh, what is his What is his other band called? The Side Pocket? No, Side Project. Side The Side Hustle. It's called the Side Hustle. <laughs> so Ben somewhere is going to be out there on Sunday. He's a member of the Side Hustle. I got something on my tongue. He's a member of the Side Hustle. And he's going to come in and play some tunes. Um, he might bring somebody or, or a couple people with him on Sunday. So, man, hell of a week this week. We're going to have uh, live music Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday there at Homegrown Brew House. And uh, we got Flower Town Festival. We got uh, Jonathan coming back, uh, nicknamed Pickle. He'll be back in the house doing a special menu for us all weekend as well. Good Lord, it's going to be just, it's going to be out of control if I'm, yeah, it's going to be, I'm looking forward to it, but, I, but I'm not really looking forward to it, guys. If I'm being, if I'm telling you the truth, which I always do, I'm not looking forward to it. All right, so we had anniversary weekend. We talked about Flower Town, Fleming, blah, 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 the Bridge Run. Yeah, I guess we can do that. I don't know. I put up a post yesterday on Facebook. Um, See if I can pull it up real quick. But, you know, yesterday was, uh, what's today? Well, right now it's the third that you're listening to this. Uh, recording it uh, started on the second. But anyway, the day before then was April 1st. So I put a post out there. If this internet will catch up with me. Uh, there we go. It's gone. I put a post out there. Thing is slow going here, guys. I'm sorry, apologize. Everybody, just relax, just calm down, take a deep breath. Here we go. So I said, "Well, the move to Flagstaff is finally happening. Offer on the house was accepted, and I should close on the 22nd and be on the road with the dog on the 25th!" Exclamation point. So that was Maple Fool's joke. Very first com first comment was from my mother. What? All caps. So I got him. I got him. It's a good April Fool's joke. I liked. Um. Also on April Fools, and this was not a joke. I had a colonoscopy. I don't know if any of you have had one. I've had multiple because I have uh, part of my uh, disability through the VA. <clears throat> It's some uh, intestinal pro problems that I've had for decades now, I guess. So um, I get treated for that. So, you know, you shouldn't start having a colonoscopy until about, probably about my age. I guess I'm 46, maybe 50s, 40s. I don't know what the age is, but I've been having them for quite a while because, uh, because of the history that I have and uh, a little bit of the history of some other things, so yeah. So anyway, I had that on Monday. That's always fun. Went through the uh, prep on Sunday, so the paperwork said, you know, don't eat anything or drink anything for, oh, I'm sorry, no, do not eat anything, you know, fast for uh, the day prior to your procedure. So my procedure was on Monday, April 1st at 1245. Excuse me. 
I started uh, fasting the day prior at 5.30 in the morning. So by the time I get into the procedure, that's 31 hours of fasting. Now the entire time I fasted, I had one 16-ounce green tea, and the rest of the day I had nothing but clear water. That's it. Now the sheet that I was given said that I could have uh, I could have soda, which I thought was weird. I said I could have Gatorade as long as it wasn't purple or red. I said I could have um, popsicles, I think, as long as it wasn't purple or red. I could have Jello as long as it wasn't purple or red. I could have fruit juice as long as there was no pulp. I could have tea. I could have black coffee. I could have water. And I could have chicken broth. I think that was all the stuff that was on there. So all I did was a 16-ounce green tea, and I did a ton of water, a shit ton of water, which will come into play in a minute. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I'm already seven hours over what a standard you know, day before 24-hour fast would be. I only had clear liquids and a little bit of green tea. I did my super prep or whatever it's called. I can't remember the official name of it, but it's a prescription they prescribe you. You go pick it up at the uh, pharmacy and it's something that cleanses you out. It's like an X-Lax or a, you know, Metamucil, not Metamucil, X-Lax, um, what is some of the other things? Magnesium citrate, um, Ducalax, whatever the, all these things are, you know, that are laxatives. So it's, it's a prescription laxative that you get. You have to take uh, uh, one of these little um, medicine vials. You pour it into this cup that this provided for you. You fill the rest of it up with water until you get to 16 ounces. So you got 16 ounces of solution that you got to drink. Um, you start that at 6 a.m. or 6 p.m. the day before, day prior to your procedure. So I did that. Started that at 6:30 actually. Or no, I'm sorry. I started at 5:45. <clears throat> So I drank the solution, and then it says make sure to drink uh, two 16-ounce glasses of water within the next hour of taking that. So I had the 16 ounces of solution, and then I had two more 16 ounces of water. 45 minutes go by, and the floodgates open. Let's just say that. Floodgates open, uh, things are flowing, which is what's supposed to happen. That's what uh, you're supposed to clean yourself out. So that happens, and then um, that goes on every 15 minutes for the next two hours. Because two hours later, you have to take the second portion of this. So every 15 minutes, I'm trying to watch a TV series on uh, series on Netflix. The hell was it? No, it was on uh, Showtime, as a matter of fact. It was called uh, Happy. No, it was called Kidding. God. it was. Uh, it's a new show with... Um, Ace Ventura, oh, what's his name? What the hell is his name? In Living Color, Ace Ventura, Cable Guy. I know everybody out there is yelling it at me right now. Jim Carrey. It's a new series with Jim Carrey on Showtime called Kidding. He plays kind of a character kind of similar to like... Uh, um, Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers, that was on PBS for many, many years, decades. It's kind of a, a, a character similar to that. And you get a behind-the-scenes look at, at, at his life versus what you see on the TV. 
I think it was a TV uh, series that was on the show for 30 years, I think, as well. So I was watching that, and every 15 minutes, at least, I mean, as a, at a minimum, I had to get up and go to the bathroom. Second dose comes around. I can barely stomach the second dose. It's just, it's just so nasty. I just don't like it at all. I got through, let's say, three quarters of the second dose, maybe a tad bit more than that. And then I took my 16 ounces of water, two doses of that afterwards. I was in the bathroom from 6.30 p.m. that night, that Sunday, this past Sunday, until midnight. How many hours is that, guys? Five and a half? Five and a half hours on the toilet every 15 minutes. Peeing out of my ass every 15 minutes. It was not a fun night whatsoever. But here's the moral of the story. Here's what I'm trying to get to. I get done with the colonoscopy. They give me, they hand me my report. Tells me what, uh, you know, they found. Okay, blah, blah, blah. We did this. Uh, this was going on. And then, number three, it said poor prep. Poor prep. Meaning that I did not prep properly. That my prepping was poor. That my prepping was not sufficient. That I didn't do the prep that I was supposed to do, I did exactly what I was supposed to do. Now, you're going to say you left uh, this much uh, liquid in the fucking thing. Yeah, I did. But that's because my, <laughs> what was excavating, 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 irrigating, what's the, what's the term? It was leaving, something's leaving your body. What was leaving my body was clear liquid. Do you think I need any more cleansing? I was done. I was cleansed. I did, uh, let's see, 24. I did seven more hours of fasting than it even called for. I don't even think it even calls for 24 hours, but I did seven more hours than what it called for. I didn't do any of those fruit juices or Gatorades or sodas or any of that other stuff. I did pure, clear water. And I drank 16 ounces of green tea. Poor prep. Fuck those guys, man. What do they even know? They didn't even ask me how I prepped. They didn't even... How, what do they have to compare that to? What is the benchmark of good prep? Let me know that. Let me know where I stand on the scale. At least give me a something to go by. Don't just give me a report that says poor prep. Oh... My goodness. I don't know why I'm so upset about that, but I'm just so used to everything I do. I'm so used to getting a good grade or, a, you know, a step promotion or an award or a medal or um, top graduate or whatever. And for me to go in there and for them to tell me I got poor prep. I mean, ever since uh, middle school and high school, when I just did the bare minimum and got C's and D's, and I joined the military, I've always excelled in everything that I do. And I thought that I excelled in this prep. And for them to tell me poor prep, man. Oh, my goodness. I was so bent out of shape about that yesterday. And I guess I still am. I'm still talking about it. I even wrote it down. That's how much shit bothered me. Oh, goodness gracious.
All right. Well, that's all I'm going to talk about. Here's the, the, the gist of what I wanted to say. It's uh, Flower Town weekend. It's the Bridge Run weekend coming up uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're opening Homegrown Brew House. Get over there. Enjoy the menu provided by uh, Jonathan of Grays of Somerville. Um, and he doesn't even like to be uh, called by that, but that's what he is. He's with them, with those guys, but he's doing his own thing. He's trying to start his own business. We're going to have Fleming Moore on Thursday night from 8 to 10. We're going to have Ron Daniel from 8 to 10 on Friday. We're going to have Paul Stone in the project on Saturday from 8 to 10. And then on Sunday, we're going to have Ben somewhere in there doing his thing from 1 to 3. So this is it, man. Get out. Enjoy the weekend. It's the Azalea Festival, Flower Town. Plenty of vendors out there. Support local. Support Somerville. Uh, get out there and do the bridge run if you're going to do that. Good luck to all the runners out there. And um, that's about it. I got the Fistful of Podcast guy coming in tomorrow night, Dale. He's going to come into the studio tomorrow night. His episode will be out on Friday. So listen for that or look out for that. Be on the lookout for that. All those good things. All right, guys. Well, I am going to call it a night. I'm going to edit this and get it out there. And I will talk to you soon, guys. Talk to you soon.